morning. Uh, today's verse is Luke 17, 11 through 19. And it came to pass, as they, will, they were on their way to Jerusalem, that he was passing along the borders of Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered into a certain village, there met with him ten men that were lepers, who stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go and show yourselves unto the priest. And it came to pass, as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back with a loud voice, glorifying God. And he fell upon his face at his feet, giving him thanks, and he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answered, answering said, Were not the ten cleansed? But where are the nine? Where or were there none found that returned to give glory to God, save this stranger? And he said unto him, Arise, and go thy way. Thy faith hath made thee whole. Amen. Leprosy was the worst disease that one could have in biblical days. It attacked the body in terrible ways, leaving sores, missing fingers, missing toes, damaged limbs. Eventually, the pain of leprosy gives way to the loss of sensation in the nerve endings, which then leads to more and more limb damage. But the emotional pain that a leper had to endure was far greater than the physical. According to Hebrew law, it stated that anyone with such a defiling disease must wear torn clothes, let their hair be unkempt, They would cover the lower part of their face and cry out, unclean, unclean. As long as they have the disease, they remain unclean. And they must live alone. They must live outside the camp. People that were thought to have leprosy were purposely exiled. They were purposely removed from contact with their families, their friends, their communities. All of their belongings would be packed up and sent with them. There would be no hugs, no kisses goodbye, because if that took place, one might spread the disease. No, you would walk the lonely road toward the outskirts of the village, head down, feeling rejected, unwelcomed, shunned, forgotten. You would walk until you reached the border, the space between two towns, because you weren't welcome in either place. In our time in history, it's, it's a little more difficult to imagine being cast aside in such a way for a medical issue. But is it really? We catch small glimpses 
of this same feeling of rejection in our modern day. We see it in the downcast look of that elementary school child who is always picked last for the team because nobody wants him on their team. Or in the downcast glance of the elementary school child who's always at the table sitting, eating his lunch alone because he's different. Or maybe we see it in the teen who is teased and bullied for being different. Wrong haircut. Wrong style of clothes. Listens to the wrong music. Lives in the wrong neighborhood. Rich or poor, doesn't matter. We see it in the woman who hears whispers of gossip behind her back and is greeted with disdainful glares and chuckles as she passes by. We see it in the man who doesn't fit into the tough guy image and is excluded from the activities that society tells us a real man would take part in. We see it in the man or woman who's lost their job, their home, their way. And they're holding up a sign at the, intersec- at the intersection asking for change, asking for food, anything that might help. But instead, they get dirty looks, if they get any looks at all. Most people just avoid eye contact to make them feel invisible. They're called names. They're insulted for circumstances beyond their control. You see, each of these people feels pushed to the outskirts of community, sent to the border of community, not welcome in any one place. And that's exactly where Jesus meets us, right at the border, looking for a place to belong, looking for acceptance, for healing for our soul that is aching inside of us. And that's where Jesus meets us. It says that Jesus was traveling along the border between Samaria and Galilee when the ten lepers called out to him from a distance. Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. They call him Master. If any of us should approach Jesus for help, we must first recognize him as Master. In the words of Charles Spurgeon, if he be Master, he will be Jesus' Savior, but not otherwise. He cannot be your savior if he is not your master first. But notice, they don't cry out for healing of their leprosy. They ask only, mercy, have mercy on us. The Lord knows the desires of our hearts. He knows the yearning and the aching of our soul to belong, to be loved, Accepted. And he only asks for our faith 
and trust in him. Jesus tells the lepers, go before the priests. The priest would be the determination of healthiness, cleanliness. Are they worthy of being welcomed back into the community? Man was deciding whether these lepers would be clean. They were already clean before Jesus. Jesus knew they were clean. And so he sent them to the priests for the manly cleanliness. But Jesus had already made them clean. And so as they turn and they begin to walk in the direction of the priest, nothing has changed. Their bodies and their spirits still display the ravages of that horrible disease. But then, step after step, a hand reappears. A foot tingles back to life. A leg becomes whole and complete. The skin clears up. The lepers then look at one another. The smiles that had left their faces years before have begun to reappear. The screams of pain have now turned to screams of delight. They've been given a new chance at life. Their walking turns to running, racing, and leaping towards the priest. In order for their life to be different, in order for the miracle of change to occur, it was a step of faith first. Jesus invites us by faith into his family. He is welcoming us to belong to him without conditions. See, we're the ones who put conditions on his invitation. Lord, if I could just have enough money, I'll go to church. Lord, if you could just solve this problem in my life, I'll do whatever you ask. Those are our conditions, not God's. We can't put conditions on God. He stands before us. Do you trust me despite your lack of resources? Do you love me despite your illness? Do you trust me despite the darkness surrounding you? These lepers put no conditions on Jesus. They stepped out in faith, accepting his invitation. They were healed. They were given new life in their healing. Then something strange happens. Verse 15 says, one of them, one of them, when he saw that he was healed, came back to Jesus, shouting, praise God. He fell to the ground at Jesus' feet, 
thanking him for what he had done. For years, this same leper had been yelling, unclean, unclean, so people would stay away. Now he's using that same voice to shout, praise God, praise God. It's the freedom anthem of one who's been given a new chance at life. It's a display of an exhilaration of one who's been welcomed back from the border, back into community, back into family. And in his gratitude, he falls to the ground at the feet of Jesus. Church, do you remember that moment? The gratitude, the thankfulness of being found at the border, at the outskirts of life, feeling abandoned and forgotten until Jesus' grace and mercy found you. Do you remember it? Do you remember the moment that you realized the blood of Jesus made you clean? Do you remember that moment? Praise God for it. Have you remembered to thank him? Are you living your life like the thankful leper? Are you shouting praise God as you go along? Or are you more like the other nine? They enjoyed the blessing of Jesus, yet they were healed. And I'm sure they were thankful. They were grateful for what they received. But they never went back to thank Jesus. They just carried on without the gratitude of giving thanks back to the one who set them free. Maybe you find yourself in the story still at the border. Maybe you're still on the outskirts of life, feeling forgotten, feeling rejected. But you're pondering Jesus' invitation of faith, pondering, do I trust him? Do I give him my life? Jesus is offering forgiveness. Jesus is offering acceptance. Jesus is offering a family and a whole new life. Do you trust him? Because today is that day that you need to accept that invitation. Today is the day that you're to be made whole. Today is the day to be welcomed into Jesus' family. Belong to a community that accepts you. A community that loves you for who you are, right where you are. Church, do you remember what it was like being at the border before Jesus found you? Do you remember that yearning, that aching in your soul before the presence of the Spirit filled you up, made you whole again?
Do you remember how lost you were? Before Jesus gave you direction. Before Jesus gave you purpose. As we move forward in joy over the blessings that we've been given, we need to remember to look back with gratitude and thankfulness. What better way to express the thankfulness we have, our gratitude to Jesus, than to be his hands and feet in the world? There are lepers among us today. People who have been purposely pushed to the border of community. Purposely shunned. Purposely rejected. Unwelcomed. Forgotten. But as the hands and feet of Jesus, we need to meet people at the border. In fact, we should be traveling along the border as Jesus did. Tell them about this master who invites them by faith into his family. Into a community of misfits made beautiful by the king of kings. The one who welcomes us, accepts us, loves us. We must be a people of gratitude a people of thanksgiving. We must be a people of love, of grace, forgiveness. We need to be a people that sacrifice our time and talents in service to others. Because some of those others have been purposely pushed to the outskirts, to the borders. And their souls are desperate for acceptance. They're desperate for forgiveness. There are souls that just need to be loved, just need to be welcomed back in to fellowship. They need the one, the master, the savior, Jesus Christ. To have mercy on them as he did us. Someone needs this message today. I'll tell you, as I was typing yesterday, there's a little voice. I, I was I was typing along about the glory of God, the saving grace of God. And a little voice said, save it, save it now. And as soon as I hit that save button, my computer crashed. And I couldn't help but laugh. I said, you know what, Lord, I know. The enemy was trying to stop this message from coming to the ears in this space today. Someone needs to know that Jesus has mercy, forgiveness, and a new life for you. The invitation is there. Accept it. Be welcomed back into a community. Be welcomed back into a family where you are loved, where you are accepted.
lest we forget what God has done. Lest we forget what he has given us. Lest we forget the riches that have been given us in Christ. We're going to take time out this morning to remember the sacrifice that Jesus made for us. We remember through communion.